Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined online today by Tammy Slay, who is my girlfriend. I keep saying we live 870-something miles apart. Tammy looked it up during the break, and we live 860. Well, there How were many? two routes. No, 868. Yes, that was, yeah. 868 miles apart. Tammy is a real estate broker in Dallas, Texas, North Dallas. Specifically, I'm a real estate broker in Metro Atlanta. We do the same thing for a living, which actually adds a lot of fun to our relationship. As I mentioned in the last segment, we've had to learn to stay out of each other's business because Tammy's an independent business owner and she's got her way of doing things. And I'm independent business owner or a partner in a business and I have my way of doing things. But we figure out how to make it work. In this segment of the show, we've got in our neighborhood spotlight, Maple Ridge and Swanee. We're also going to discuss how early is too early to list a home and will sellers really accept a contingency sale or will buyers accept a contingency sale? We may or may not have time to get through all of that in this segment, but we're going to try. If you want to get communicate with us, it's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions, subscribe to our podcast. Ask us to feature your neighborhood in our neighborhood spotlight. You can ask questions we answer on air or off air. It's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. Each week we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years. And this to let you know as a homeowner in the neighborhood whether or not you have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home. And this week we have picked Maple Ridge, which is in Swanee and Gwinnett County. Take I-85 North towards Swanee. You go left at exit 109 onto Old Peachtree Road right on to South Scales Road, and the neighborhood is on the right. It's a great little location. Tammy, this was over near the real estate office that I own, so it was probably about maybe five or ten minutes from the real estate office that I owned. Uh, it is an active swim tennis community. I sold a couple homes in there last year myself. Uh, it's in Swanee. Homes are on large wooded lots ranging anywhere from, listen to this, Tammy, a half acre to a full acre. Easy access to I-85. That's one of the things that we have in Atlanta that we don't have quite as much of in Dallas. There are big lots, but generally the lots are a little smaller. Ten minutes to Swanee Town Center. <clears throat> Ten minutes to the Gas South District at Gas South Arena. Tammy, you and I are going in February to see um, the Italian opera singer, and that's where he's going to be performing. Uh, it's also the home of the Atlanta Gladiators, Georgia Swarm, which is lacrosse. And new in 2024, the Atlanta Vibe, which is volleyball. It's also close to gas to the Gas South Theater. It is 10, 15 minutes to Collins Hill Park, an aquatic center, 95 acres with basketball, volleyball, fishing, baseball, softball. And the aquatic center is located across the road with an indoor and outdoor pool, splash pad, and water slides. So it is in the middle of everything. In 2021, there were a total of six homes that sold in the neighborhood. It took an average of three days to sell. They sold for an average of $317,000, excuse me, $391,000. In 2022, 16 homes sold. They took an average of 22 days, and the sales prices increased to $459,000, so they increased $70,000. And then listen to this, Tammy. They increased another $50,000 from 22 to 23. Eight homes sold last year. They took an average of 14 days to sell. And the average sales price went to five hundred and ten thousand. So they went from three ninety nine to four sixty to five ten. The neighborhood we featured last week went up twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, but then went down in twenty twenty three. This one continued to climb. This is pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. How many sold in twenty twenty one? Three hundred sold. Six. 
Okay, 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 okay. Six. Okay. I'm sorry. And thank you for clarifying because everybody else might have been confused as well. 2021, there were six sales. They took three days. Average sales price, 391000 22, okay. 16 sales on average, 22 days, 460000 2023, eight homes sold in an average of 14 days, $510,000. Right now, there is one home available for sale. It's listed at $560,000. We have 1.2 months worth of inventory. There have been 10 homes for sale that sold in the last 12 months. And we're saying that it would take 1.2 months or a little over a month and a, and a little less than a month and a week to sell that home in that neighborhood. So that is a screaming seller's market. There's about 200 homes <clears throat> for, uh, that are in that neighborhood. In 2008, those homes sold for an average of 175000 in 2000. 23, they sold for an average of 510000 which means homeowner equity in the neighborhood has increased $67 million. The elementary school is Parsons, the middle school is Hull, and the high school is Peachtree Ridge, which gets a school chimp score of 88. If you're wondering, well, what does my local high school get in terms of a school chimp score, and how would it compare to Peachtree Ridge or any other high school in Metro Atlanta? You can do that very easily by going to gogaddisradio.com, clicking on school chimp, and downloading a report. Tammy, tell everybody what you think about a school chimp report. I like them. Um, the information in it is information. One, I've never seen that kind of information anywhere else. And we, you know, we probably, you may have great schools and we have great schools here that to be able to, you know, side-by-side -side comparison, like this, this school district versus that one or this school zone versus that one and, um, I think it's great for buyers. I think it's amazing for sellers. Um, I think it's good for even other real estate agents to do it, to get marketing <laughs> points and strategy from you um, to oh. use in marketing. And, and let me just mention, you said you have great schools and we have great schools, which, by the way, in the areas we live, that is actually a true statement. But what you were talking about was the website greatschools.org, I think, right? Yes. And that'll give yes. the ranking on the schools. And so I wanted to make sure everybody was clear that yes. what you were doing was comparing the the reporting that you can get in a school chip report to what you can get from great schools or school digger, I think is another one. And I think the information we provide is way better. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on school chimp, put in a little information. It will blow you away with the amount of research we will send you. Also, Tammy, as you know, our website pulls from both listing services in Metro Atlanta, not just one of the two listing services. And so if you're having trouble finding the listing that you want to buy on whatever site you're searching today, you need to switch it over and go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. You'll find all listings from <clears throat> all listings from both listing services there. More than likely help it help you find the home you are looking for. We receive so many questions this time of year, Tammy, saying how early is too early to list a home? Everybody says selling season is May, June, July, which I would assume is very similar, especially based on what you and I just talked about in the earlier in the show about tenants. Uh, my guess is, is that people would probably assume that in your market as well. But how early do you think is too early to list a home in the year? Now, I don't think we have in Dallas a too early yeah, remember how I told you at the beginning, you know, how many homes went in pending and how many have closed? We, you know, as far as listings going on the market, um, is there less closings? Yes. But the days on the market is not impacted by the season here. Um, and, and I think it, I, I have no proof of this. Okay. okay. Um, but I just think it's, 
the sellers that are selling in the December, January, February timeframe, they have to sell. They're motivated. They are. They mm -hmm. have to sell. Yeah. You know, if they're opening up their home Christmas Day for buyers to come view it, they have to sell. Yep. Yep. I hope nobody had to do that. So show, show their home on Christmas Day. That would be sad. So it'd be almost as sad as having your birthday on Christmas Eve. Right. Terrible. So we both agree that there's no such thing as too early. I'm going to ask you a flip question. Okay. When is too late? If you want to get out and get in there at the beginning of the good market, you need to get it listed by when? Oh, before August 1st. Okay, before August 1st. But now, so if you wanted to be in that spring market, you need to get your home. In Atlanta, I will tell you, you probably need to have it listed by the last week of February. If you get into June or July, you start to, and by the way, it worked this way for years. It doesn't work that way anymore. But you start to get too late and you miss the school season. So no time too early. And if somebody's trying to be in the early crowd, what's the latest they could list in Dallas? Oh, I mean, so say the week before um, spring break. So, so April, uh, March. Yeah. Okay. The last week of February, first week of March. Got it. Okay. Now we've both said no time is too early. So the listener that submitted that question, hopefully that helps you. There are what are called contingent offers where somebody says, I'm willing to do this, and it's contingent on that. And in most cases, it's a buyer making an offer to a seller, says, I want to buy your home, but I need it to be contingent on me selling my own home. And the seller says yes or no. If they say yes, they say, well, wait, you get your home under contract, and you close on ours when you close on yours. Now, we want to talk about contingencies in a little bit of a different fashion. You're saying if a seller needs to sell, but they got to have some place to go, could they also do a contingency? So talk to us a little bit about that. We've only got about a minute and 30 seconds left. Um, so this is where a seller says to their buyer. So they've sold, the seller has sold them up to a buyer. Right. And saying to their buyer, we're willing to go under contract with you, contingent that we go find us another place to move as well. And so where we're at, can it be done? Yes, it would require an attorney because we don't have a document. That, that is pre-promulgated for that. Yep. But it's a different type of strategy. It's really to, amazing when you think about it. And people say, well, I don't know if that would even fly. If you've got a desirable house, I'm not a betting man, Tammy, and you know that, but I'd be willing to bet if you've got a desirable home that there's a buyer who'd be willing to put it under contract, give you 60 days or 30 days or 45 days, whatever it is, to go see if you can get your home under contract so that you can have a place to move to. And I think there's tremendous opportunity for people to use that, especially, especially when that property is just like Mac Daddy gorgeous and everybody in the world wants it. Yeah, it totally. And, and I think that, that conversation right there is um, the difference between someone who has touched a lot of contracts and has been around a while and and not that the you know the years matter it's the number of contracts it's a number of yes a number of transactions and the reality is if you're working with a real estate agent and they don't sell 25 or 30 homes per year I, i'm going to be very bold and tell you they don't really know what they're doing and if you're a fellow real estate professional please don't shoot the messenger you have to see a lot of transactions to understand it tammy thank you so much for being here we'll be back same time same channel next week we hope you have an amazing week atlanta we'll talk to you next week bye